At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, it's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Kelly, would you like to define what so much more means than a producer? Would you like to tell, tell the people? Tell the good people. Studio, what did I say last studio week? Studio bouncer. Advocate for koala bear uh, safe sex. That's right. By the way, someone sent a photo of someone on the uh, on the Fox. That uh, Felica fella's lying. He's been lying no, through his teeth Someone on the time. Fox set was holding koala, and Felica goes, we were insured, we were told <laughs> that this koala did not have chlamydia. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who said that yesterday. That was great. It's a throwback, by the, by the way. 82 uh, game. Those bullets and Celtics now in overtime. Just want to point that out. It's very exciting. Um, still to come this hour, Sian Ajad will join us to talk NFL and PGA. It's the Wyndham Championship. Kelly has stuff to say about that. And Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke. We will talk uh, some baseball with him as well. Mike Pritchard joins us, as he always does on Wednesdays at this time. He's VEASAN's own. You can follow him on Twitter at M.I. Pritchard. He played the game. What was that Howard Cosell used to say? I never played the game. Well, Mike Pritchard did play the game, and he's here to join us to talk not NFL with us, but Colorado football, his alma mater. How you doing, Mike? I'm great. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing very well. College football awesome. guide is out Thursday, so we wanted to uh, – we noticed the Colorado jersey, of course, is always behind you. You were a national yep. champion there. Um, I want to ask you a couple of things before we get to actually on the field with Colorado and then bets. Um, this has nothing to do with betting, but I feel, I'd feel awkward if I didn't even mention. Do you have any feeling about Colorado going back to the Big 12 next year? Any at all? Um, it's probably where we belong. You know, <laughs> I, I think we were out of character, out of, um, uh, out of our comfort zone going to the PAC 12, to be honest with you. I mean, our roots are the big eight, right? Uh, our roots and rivalries or whatever, and, and history, uh, aligns with OU, Nebraska, OSU, you know, Kansas, the, the middle of the country, uh, pretty much in, in Texas. Uh, I think, uh, we had some success recruiting in, in the PAC 12 and inside LA, of course. Uh, and out West, you know, whether it's, you know, Vegas or, or LA or something like that. But, uh, you know, I, I think, um, I think our comfort zone is the big 12 and our roots are, are, are there. Uh, so to be honest with you, uh, I, I think there's a chance to re renew rivalries too. uh, you think about the landscape of college football, uh, and what's happening, uh, you know, we could cross over to the sec now and play some of those teams, right. Yeah. Regionally, uh, from a scheduling standpoint, we could cross over. 
uh, and play some of those Big Ten teams uh, regionally and, and certainly from a scheduling standpoint. So uh, out in the Pac-12, didn't really realistic chances of that happening because of TV rights and, and certainly uh, non-con situations. Uh, so now in the Big 12, I think we have those possibilities again. Big 12 just trying to stay alive at this point, yeah. <laughs> as is the Pac-12 with the It's really yes. it's a Pac-9 at this point, it feels like. Right. Uh, one more thing. Obviously, the big stuff with Deion Sanders, your former teammate in Atlanta. Uh, the the news, obviously, this summer generally, I'll just sum, you know summarize it in a paragraph, which is, you know, not even a paragraph, a question, which is, where do you, what, which side do you fall on? Do you fall on the Dion was straightforward with those kids at Colorado. He said, "Look, we're going to be good. Most of y'all aren't going to be here." Um, and you believe that to be the proper tough love that was required, or do you fall on the side of uh, there was probably a better way to do that? These are kids after no, all. No, I like the tough love. I mean, yeah. I, I, be abrupt with it. Plus, you got the rules in your favor as a first-year head coach uh, at a new school, and uh, you can turn over a roster. You, you, the rules allow you to do what Dion did. So um, I, I think a lot of schools have done that, a lot of schools understanding the transfer portal and how you can get good in a hurry. Um, you have to put kids to a test. You, you really do. I mean, the, the days of um, that scholarship securing your instant, your school for four years. I mean, the college, the business of college football doesn't dictate that doesn't allow for that to happen anymore. Um, you know, coaches can run off kids nowadays, you know, before they were locked in on a four or five year scholarship. And uh, I think now um, with NIL collectibles and all this, like I mentioned, the business of college football, and if the rules allow you to do that, uh, and if you can upgrade your roster, then then coaches are going to do that in that first year. So uh, I, I think Kelly down in SEC, uh, down in the SEC with LSU, and uh, you know you look at some other prominent coaches that are trying to do that uh, as they establish themselves in new locations. All right. Well, Deion Sanders does bring in Coach Prime brings in Sean Lewis from Kent State to run the offense. He brings in Charles Kelly, uh, the defensive former defensive coordinator at Alabama, to run the defense. Um, so it's going to be a fast-paced offense, as Kent State always has, and now it's going to be Deion Sunshador Sanders running that. The season win total, Mike, is three and a half, and the over is <laughs> the under is juiced, I should say, <laughs> on the three and a half. How do you believe this goes in year one? Well, I I, I respect oddsmakers, I really do, but I, I mean it, that that's kind of ridiculous to me. Uh, I, I think they'll go over. You know. Uh, there, there's so much to be said about the hard part of college football. Like um, you, you mentioned at the beginning of the segment, you know, playing for the national championship, winning for a national championship. We, we went back to back for a national championship, played Notre Dame, who uh, you think about that school at the time and how loaded they were, right? With Ricky Waters, Jerome Bettis, and all these guys in the backfield rocket. Uh, and, and, you know, college football is, is back to that. Uh, I, I think from the transfer portal standpoint, uh, and talent standpoint is starting to spread out again. Right. And that's why if you follow college football, the way I do, it's like the reasons why they wanted to expand the college football playoff already for it is because truly we're getting to a point where it's going to get too crowded at certain schools and, and these ta this talent pool was going to spread out. I think Colorado is, is involved in that. Uh, I think what coach prime has done uh, is attract uh, some high-level players. Uh, and coaches will tell you in college football, the hardest part is recruiting these type of players. The easy part is coaching these type of players. Mm -hmm. And 
Uh, I, I think the program, yeah, there's no consistency yet. The last decade has been abysmal. Uh, but yet, talking to you know Michael Westbrook and some other prominent players that played at at CU, it feels like Colorado has that type of athlete again, being up close and personal with these guys. So uh, I'm optimistic. Uh, I'm I'm optimistic for a bowl game. I know uh, Coach Prime is optimistic, and certainly he's going to coach, and his coaches are going to coach as if they're going to go to a bowl game. High expectations, we get it. Wow. Uh, you, you put you put the bullseye on yourselves with the attention, uh, but yet. Coach Prime and his staff welcomes that. And I think the players that that he has there at Colorado and Boulder welcome that as well. Mike, if, if they go to a bowl game, it is a <laughs> resounding success. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm looking, yeah. for four, I'm looking for four wins. You know how you do the whole yeah. thing with the schedule. Right. I don't really see them, quite frankly. I mean, I'm, I'm like Stanford at home, Arizona at home. Let's say we, we give those wins. Um, it, September 9th is Nebraska. I mean, that's a huge sort of tone-setting game. Uh, Nebraska under Matt Rule, they're not supposed to be very good. And then, of course, it's Colorado State the next week. What if they right. – let me just give you the bad l- – let me just ask you about the yeah. bad scenario. What if they lose to Nebraska and then, God forbid, they lose to Colorado State? I mean, how much does it spiral at that point, though? Well, yeah, I mean, anything can spiral, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and it, if that happens, then obviously uh, there's the naysayers will come out the woodwork. They'll come out from behind the woodshed, right? Uh, they might be out in front of it right now, but no, I, I think you can't be afraid to put it out there though. Um, you know, my experience at Colorado with coach Mac and, uh, and coach Mac, you know, coming out and, and really being brazen about look, Nebraska's all rival or all rival. And, uh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that kind of damage in, in the big 10 or big eight, excuse me, and, and go to a national championship. I mean, you do that when you have the players to back it up, you know, and coach Mack started recruiting those type of players. And um, I, I think you gain confidence that way. And what coach prime is talking to us about and telling everybody out there is that he truly believes he has those type of players, that type of quarterback and whether or not everybody else believes that uh, remains to be seen. Uh, to your point, if, if Colorado does stumble and if they do lose those back-to-back rivalry games, uh, then everybody's going to pile on. And, 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 and I think everybody knows that uh, in Boulder. So uh, it's up to them to prevent that from happening. And I, I'm betting that they do prevent that from happening with the over-win total situation as well. There it is. Very definitive. Over three and a half from, uh, from Mike Pritchard. Let me just ask you this in closing. So DraftKings, and we all want to shout out Frank Doyle because Frank Doyle made us aware of this on Twitter. They have a lot of creative uh, props, both NFL and college football. And then they have cross-sport ones between the NFL and college football, namely regular season wins matchups, for instance, between New Orleans, uh, the New Orleans Saints and LSU, uh, the Tennessee Titans and the Tennessee Vols. Well, one of them, and this doesn't ha- is not quite as regionally concise as the ones I just mentioned, but one of them is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Colorado Buffaloes. So Arizona's <laughs> win total is four and a half, if I'm not mistaken, in the NFL. The Buffaloes are three and a half. In college football, Arizona is heavily juiced. They're minus 210, Colorado plus 170 on the comeback. Would you take your Buffaloes at plus 170? Would you bet that? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, that's an interesting one. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic. I really am, right? Uh, you know, but you go so far with, with your money. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the win total over. Uh, I do, Gil. Um you know, the cross reference, those two, that, that, that bet right there is, is interesting to me. I mean, 
Arizona is a train wreck. Yes. They you really gotta go are. Colorado. I was gonna say Pritch, Pritch, you gotta take the plus one seventy after what you just said. I'll yeah. take it, but yeah, Arizona is a train wreck, though. I mean, that inside that building, inside that organization, is 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 down the toilet, really. To be honest with you guys, and uh, CU is not that at all. So, yeah, I, I like that bet with Colorado. Mike Pritchett, everybody, national champion at Colorado. Speaking, let's just go Buffalo. Seventy degrees there right now. Let's just go find jobs. Prime will love me, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, he will. Absolutely, <laughs> he'll have you suited up. They'll have you suited up. Coach Prime gear. I would love to see Prime screaming at you and see what you say back. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it as always. Uh, all right, guys. Take care. Mike Pritchard, everybody. He's like, he likes the over. I'm just looking at this schedule, Kelly. You think people are rooting against Prime? You think that that, that well, is I a think massive sentiment against. for some? We'll come back. See you in the shot on the NFL and golf next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Check out all the subscription offers at VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. In case you were wondering, Kelly, and I know you were. Yeah. Uh, bullets are up too late in overtime here at the Garden. How things looking? Uh, oh no, it's a tie up at, at center court. That's going to be Frankie Johnson uh, jumping against Larry Bird. How many points they catching? Oh, I have that. I have no idea. <laughs> Twelve and a half. <laughs> Not, nine. Oh, bullets are going to win this against the spread for sure, uh, unless it goes into double overtime and they get rolled, which I don't think happens. Bird wins the tap. Celtics two to tie, three to win. Tiny Archibald, yo-yos the dribble, to the rack. <laughs> no good, but Mikhail with the follow-up. So there's one second left in overtime. 
Oh my God, is this exciting? Primetime action days, but like Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> game like, 40, yeah. 40 plus years ago. <laughs> it's a game from 40 years ago. God oh, God. man. We, I hey, Gil, if you went to that Pro Picks page yes. from the month of July and you were like, Who, who's done the best year? Oh, yes. Number three, you'd see Kelly Bidlin. Kelly and you'd Bidlin. See a record of 13 and 37 because of golf betting. And then you'd go to number two <laughs> and you'd see a man named Sia Najat. And yes. I don't know what his record was, but he's above me because he made him more money. Because he's a first-round leader machine. Who's number one? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> I think it was Jeff Seeley. It was all, it's all the golf betters. Because whenever we hit an outright of any kind, we jump to the top. Well, you know, it's funny. We happen to have Sia Najad right here, right no now. No way! Yeah, no, we do. I appreciate that. Sia Najad, NFL and PJ analyst for Sportsline, co-host of the First Cut Podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Sia Najad. That's S-I-A-N-E-J-A-D. And, of course, over his right shoulder, one of the all-time very goods, Santana Moss. To the sky for Sean Taylor. How you doing, Sia? Uh, thanks for acknowledging Sean and Santana. And I got to say, we're Timmy Smith days away from NFL kickoff, so that's pretty cool. That means 36, Kelly, for those of us who uh, have uh, instant jersey recall. <laughs> 36 days away. Of course, only one day away from the Hall of Fame game. Sia, do you bet preseason football at all? It depends. I haven't actually looked at the Hall of Fame game too much. Sometimes there's an, probably not with the Hall of Fame game, but sometimes there is an edge because, you, you know, whether it's a first half line or a full game line, because you kind of know how many series certain players are playing, even if it's the second group, you know, sometimes if you know they're playing a certain number uh, of series, especially at the quarterback position, you can definitely get an edge there, especially with the first half. Bet. Okay. Before we dive into your Wyndham championship golf bets, you have made not one, not two, not three, but four division bets in the NFL. What are they? Yeah, I stuck with the NFC here. I mean, I like some AFC division bets as well, but I mean, I, I'm going to go with, first of all, let's talk about the NFC East. I'm, I'm not going with the commanders, of course, but I, I do like the Eagles. I mean, I, I do think it's a two horse race as good as the giants were last year. I'm going to go with the Eagles minus 115. I think that's a pretty good number. Um, the Lions at plus 145 in the north. I mean, I kind of like the Vikings, but that number, if it was at plus 300 or plus 310, I would like the Vikings uh, a lot more. It's down to like plus 260 in most places. So I'll go ahead and take the Lions at plus 145 there. And then uh, the Saints at plus 130, like them, like what, what they have at the quarterback position relative to the other teams. Uh, defense for the Saints kind of fallen off a little bit, but they tried to regroup in the draft. So I'm going to go with the Saints there. And then speaking of two teams, like, like I think the NFC East is, the 49ers, minus 160 is a hefty price, but I do think it's a heads-up matchup. Speaking of golf, I think it's a heads-up matchup between the Niners and the Seahawks, and I don't think I'm breaking any news there. I'll take the, the Niners at minus 160. No, not, not breaking news, but I hear you. Um, you also have a total play that is a direct shot, clearly, at Kelly Bidlin's conviction on the Jaguars. Bring it, see ya! Well, you know, that's funny. Yeah. So I, and listen, everybody's on Kelly's on, on Kelly's side of it. Cause I'm getting plus plus one twenty on the Jags under nine and a half wins. You know, I just wonder, first of all, they were super competitive in the playoffs against the chiefs where they lost. And of course they came back against the chargers, but you know, the stretch of wins they had at the end of the season, I, I thought it was just a little bit of smoke and mirrors against a lot of bad teams. I still think the Jaguars are good. I just think they're more nine wins good and not 10 wins good. And for the record, I, like, I'm still not sure about Trevor Lawrence. I'm certainly not sure about the offensive line and when Trevor Lawrence is under pressure. And for the record, you mentioned Warren Sharp earlier in the show. I, I heard that the, their defense, while it looks good, with you, like if, if you just look at their defense and, and you look how they did last year, it looks good. But they had the third easiest schedule against opposing offenses. So there's something to be said there. It's going to be a tougher schedule against offenses specifically. I think we're going to see that defense wilt here and there a little bit more. All right. And one last NFL play. You described this as your sneaky 
sneaky play here to win the AFC, and it is? It's super sneaky, and it's a long shot. But I think the Cleveland Browns are pretty good. On defense, I think they're an average defense. Uh, but on offense, let's not forget, we haven't seen like the Deshaun Watson that we saw a few years ago. He's got some more games under his belt. I think Deshaun Watson, you add Elijah Moore, you got Nick Chubb, one of the best running backs in the league, and of course, Amari Cooper, David Njoku, even their backup receivers, DPJ, they're, they're all pretty good. Offensive line's okay. I just think the Cleveland Browns can make some noise. I think they're going to make the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs and Deshaun Watson is the Deshaun Watson of three or four years ago, they've got a shot. Okay, to golf, the Wyndham Championship, Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, for the uh, the Wyndham Championship at Sedgefield Country Club. First of all, before you get to that, have you been hitting first-round leaders still? Like, are you still, like, hitting those left and right as you have yeah, been historically? So- yeah, a lot. I didn't hit it last week. I think a couple of weeks ago I had it. So a lot of them have been ties for first where I've had one of the guys tied for first. I think Xander and I can't remember. I had two over the last like five or so weeks, but because there were like four at the top, it wasn't a huge payout. I think the last one ended up being cut to 13 to one. The one before that, like 10 to one. Uh, but yeah, I'm still hitting them. Not at, not necessarily at the same rate, but still at a pretty solid rate. I love when see it comes on air. It's like, I don't want to be known as the first round leader guy. It's like, I don't want to be known as this awesome guy who hits these ridiculous. No, like, yeah. But I hear him. I like, hear we, you. we handicap it for the entire tournament. Yet, if it was not for the first round leader market, my golf betting the past two seasons would be in the negative. So really? I don't know. I don't know if he's the same. If see if you're the same way, but I, they've been great for me too. Okay. Well, we'll work our way up to first round leaders. What are your outrights here? Yeah, I'm going to go with Alex Smalley, which this number's really been chopped down. Alex Smalley is a member at Sedgefield. The two times he's played here, he's had a 13th and a 29th. 35 to 1, it's not the best number. You could have gotten it at like 60 or, or 50 a few days ago, but it is what it is. I do think he has a chance to win in this field. Aaron Rye at 40 to 1. I really like him. He's going to keep it in the fairway, which is important here. Uh, you know, relatively dialed in on approach and with the putter. So I think that's a pretty good number on a guy that could sort of splash onto the scene. Steven Yeager, another guy, if you look at his metrics, he's 45 to one. His metrics scream to me that he's about to win a tournament. He's turned the putter around, which is really important for him because that was a really weak part of his game over the last five tournaments. I think he's been a positive putter in all five and his ball striking approach play. All of it is amazing. So Jaeger, another guy that can splash onto the scene. A couple of long shots here. Thomas Dietrich at 60 to one, not a very accurate hitter, which should be a mark against him. And it is, except for the fact that I think he's going to club down and keep it in the fairway. If you look at his approach and putting numbers, they're really, really good. So if he keeps it in the fairway, Dietrich can surprise some people at 60 to one. And then finally, Adam Shank, who for the record over his last seven tournaments, four of them, he's been inside the top seven, seventh or better in the last four. The other three wow. were missed cuts. So he's a little boomer bust here. And the bust part really comes into play when you look at his, his record at Sedgefield, really bad track record at Sedgefield, really bad course history. But I've been sort of buffing against course history this entire season, and it hasn't really uh, worked against me. So I'm going to take Adam Shank, even though he has bad history here at 80 to one. Working against course history of late. Interesting. And as for those first round leader props, some overlap here, some not. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of overlap. I, I got Sam Burns at, at 40 to 1. I mean, I think he's a guy that can actually win the tournament, but we know he can get hot with the putter and on approach and in the first round. So I like him 40 to 1. Jaeger, I mentioned 55, Smalley 55, and then three long shots at all at 80 to 1. Nikolai Hoygaard, he's kind of like a poor man's Thomas Dietrich in terms of like clubbing down and being able to hit it on approach and with the putter. Doug Gim, Adam Shank again. Okay. And uh, Adam Shank also in a matchup. Yeah, Adam Shank over Justin Suh. Justin Suh is one of those guys that he does it with the putter. That's really going to help him here. The problem is getting to the greens. Justin Suh's been really bad with the ball striking. 
Uh, Shank, on the other hand, he's been really good with the ball striking, and he's actually pretty good with the putter, too, just behind Justin Sun in terms of the metrics over the last 24 rounds. So really like that one. I like Ben Griffin over Brandon Wu. Griffin appears to have found something, particularly with the ball striking, particularly with the approach game. Brandon Wu's just been too inconsistent. So I'll take Griffin minus 110 there. And then Brendan Todd minus 120 over Gary Woodland. This is a great course for Brendan Todd. And Gary Woodland is so bad with the putter. I see no turnaround in sight. So while Woodland's ball striking is good, the putter is going to let him down. Todd, this is a perfect course fit. So I think the ball striking will be fine for him. Putter will be better than Woodland. Give me Todd minus 120 over Gary. All right. And then bonus uh, top 40, Lucas Glover, Adam Shank. And uh, as well, Doug Gim, all at plus 100. Alex Molly, a top 30 at plus 110 as well. Real quick, 30 seconds. Sean Payton with the comments, the incendiary comments about Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, we never see that happen. Where did you stand on that in the end? Well, my thought was if Sean Payton said it, it's probably true. And Sean Payton probably regrets saying it in the way that he did. So, I mean, I, you know, listen, we could look at the Broncos last year and probably think, you know, to yourself, all right, yeah, it probably was kind of a mess. It wasn't a good job. Uh, with all of that said, you, you know, you don't say that in that fraternity. So, like, I, I don't have a really big problem with him saying it, but I bet if he had a second shot at it, he wouldn't have said it in those terms. Yeah, and a lot of people who are defending it would say the exact opposite if it were a coach that they didn't like who said it, right? Like, so it's it, there's a bunch of that out there as well. Thank you, C. Always great to see you, man. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. See you, Najat, everybody. Kelly's got some Wyndham Championship thoughts uh, later on the show. Jason Weingarten. In the interim, though, joins us from under a cloud of smoke. Talk a little Major League Baseball with him next. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Soon you'll be looking live at the 2023 college football season, and VSIN is here to help. Our college football betting guide features best bets from writers and on air personalities, along with team previews for all 133 FBS teams. If you want the best and most comprehensive collection of picks, predictions, and previews, now's the time to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. College football betting guide comes out tomorrow. And our subscriptions included all access pass to VSIN best bets, betting tools, and daily articles. Sign up today at VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, by the way, uh, Kelly, Celtics won that game in double overtime in 1982 by five. Cornbread Maxwell missed a free throw at the end, so we're sitting here wondering. I wonder if betters who had the bullets needed that missed extra point to stave <laughs> off a bad beat. Oh, Could be. Man. Oh, the bullets were so mediocre back then. They were, you know what? They were an NBA purgatory. They would be just good enough to make the playoffs, only to have the yeah, Celtics bounce. Worst, worst spot you can be. They could never get a low enough draft pick or anything. Um, I want to read this one tweet before we get to Jason, because this is a really good tweet uh, following up some of our uh, football talk. This is from Jared Earl. Nice job on this, Jared. Jared Earls, pardon me. He says, the last two years, talking about our, our NFL most improved prop, he said the last two years it has taken six wins to be the most improved team. The 22 Jags went from three to nine. The 21 Bengals from four to 10. The 21 Cowboys from six wins to 12 wins. Broncos alt over is 10 and a half. Remember, they had five wins last year, he points out. So check that payout versus this one for the best market, which is what we always stress, that not only shop from book to book on similar markets, but within the same book, you can basically bet things by proxy in a way that will give you more bang for your buck. So shout out to Jared Earls. That is an A-plus tweet right there. A-plus, Kelly, would you say? Oh, hell yeah. A plus plus, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. That uh, that is uh, that's great stuff because I was kind of going off like five wins. Yeah. Um. You know, doing the lazy way, he actually went back and looked. Uh. You know how many it took. Right. But his each and, year. But his point being that you could you could bet this in a better way if you had conviction on the Broncos 
why do it in this market if you can play it elsewhere? Well, you're going to get more. More you're going to get more bang for your buck in this yeah. one. But it might just be play play the overall win total and then play a little bit of this on top just in case some so, just yeah. in case somehow you get beat out in this market. Yeah. Although with the alt win, if you apply it to the Bears, you might actually get more bang for your buck on the alt. Right. So yes, point, that one you might. Yeah, point still well taken from Jared. Uh, let's talk some baseball from under a cloud of smoke somewhere in Southern California. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jason Weingarten, who you can follow at Spreadopedia. Jason's going to be in studio next week here. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Getting getting ready for Bet Bash. Pretty excited. It's like going to uh, gambling summer camp, getting to see all my friends next week. It really is. What is your, what is the thing? Is it, is it just the hanging out with the friends that is the number one thing that you love about Bet Bash, or is there something else as well? I I like the fact that you know, I, I know a lot of people and I don't get to see them a lot. You know, I live in California. We talk all the time. You know, mm-hmm. we talk daily, but you don't get to see all your friends in, in, in one place. And, and this is like the only time you get to see everybody together and talk about stuff and hang out and, you know, do all sorts of stuff. It's, it's quite the event. It's it's going to be a good week. It really is, and and I don't think Spanky would mind me saying it's sort of like you know what what Sloan was years ago, the Sloan Sports Analytics Conference at MIT years ago, where gambling was just a sidebar, and we would sort of congregate together. This is that on steroids now, where it is all about gambling in its finest yeah, form. Yeah, it's uh, it's the place to be next week. Place to be. Bet bash at bet bash t- uh, bet co for all ticket information. Uh, do you bet anything in major league baseball today, sir? Yeah, I bet a couple things, uh, in the morning game. I think we got a morning game today, right? Oh, yeah. Do. 10 AM. That's the Brewers. Yeah. Brewers minus minus one twenty eight. Um, a little later in the day, I got Baltimore again, Baltimore minus minus one twelve. got Grayson Rodriguez back on the mound and, uh, little bit of an unusual play for me. Not, not something I do very often. Um, although I'm also struggling to see it if it's up right now or if it got pulled for some reason or if I'm just missing it. But I laid minus one and a half with uh, the Padres, but I see that game is not on the board for me right now. So did something happen there? I will check it out right now as you as yeah, we speak. Yeah, I'm checking it myself, but I, I don't see a line for it at the moment. But I, I see it up at DraftKings. Minus one and a half, minus 142, Nick Martinez on the mound for the Padres. Yeah. yeah, it's in in Colorado. So sometimes when I bet Colorado stuff, I just like to lay the the run line, a Coors Field type of thing to to lay the run line. It makes sense. Um, I see it up. It's up everywhere, uh, Jason. That I can that I can tell. Um, okay, what were your thoughts on the MLB trade deadline specifically? Was there anything like if you look back on the whole thing, was there anything done that triggered a bet for you? Nothing. Um... Yeah, I was surprised the Dodgers didn't get a pitcher. Like, well, they got Lance Lynn, but I expected them to add another arm yesterday. Otherwise, I mean, it it it, it was pretty likely that Verlander was going to the Astros. Mm-hmm. You know, I just didn't see like there was another landing spot. But other than that, I mean, I don't think any of these deals were really particularly needle moving. Did anything stand out for you? I mean, it seems like a a pretty disappointing deadline, all things considered. All things considered, because yeah, no, I mean, once Shohei and Blake Snell were going to stay where the, stay put, Josh Hader. I mean, it really wasn't 
you know, because we, we view things, all things, through the prism of bets. We have this great tweet, by the way, and this, and this gets back to what I was saying, because earlier on the show, I opened the show by just sort of saying, you know, the whole mainstream media cottage industry of winners and losers and stuff. We're so unaware of what was offered. Like, we don't know all the information. So to bash an Orioles franchise, for instance, or any other one for, you know, standing pat, you don't really have all the information at your disposal. And I just want to, and I also pointed out that, you know, some teams in baseball, Joe Pita did a great job discussing this years ago, where it's like you're, you're really, it's about roster construction. It's not about the big names. And Eric Berg, I want to just point out this, he tweeted something really interesting, uh, bets by Berg. This is a graphic from the MLB Network. Trade deadline deals from 2013 to 22. This is the last decade. Prospects traded 573. Prospects to become impact players. Not sure exactly how they define that. But out of those 573, 17%. Prospects to become impact players or contributors, 10%. So, you know... So much of this is a crapshoot to begin with, and we're, we're just quick to bash certain teams for not making moves, certain teams. They should unload their, their farm system. How could you not want all these players for Shohei? Hey, man, it's, it's as inexact of a science as anything in sports. Yeah, it's always weird to me when you hear a team say, you know, you hear someone say something like, oh, they traded their third and their seventh best prospect. Like, that means anything. Like, right. the, third, right. the third best prospect in the Angels system is probably the 20th best prospect in the Dodgers system. Like, those numbers are all arbitrary. It's a very good point from team to team. Is there a bet at this point? Now, obviously, uh, we're, you know, a little north of 50 games left for all these teams. We have five divisions that are super close which I don't remember the last time we had this many divisions that are super close. Is there something you have the most conviction on? Like you're like, this team is absolutely winning this division. Well, just before we went on air, I saw Bob Nightingale tweet that uh, the Minnesota twins have won the AL central by being the only team not to make any subtractions at the, the trade deadline. And, you know, if there's there's one thing I dislike, it's people without <laughs> bets on a market declaring yes. something over That's right. with, with 50 games left. So, you know, almost just out of spite, I'm going to go and bet the Cleveland Guardians to win the division again today. Spite bet. Um, just, just so I could dance on, on that tweet if, uh, if the Twins continue to falter. And I don't think the Twins are very good. I've said this. It's like Larry David opening a spite store right next door. It's absolutely true. Um, it's very easy to mouth off when you don't have money behind it. That's for sure. Do you, uh, you know, we were throwing around earlier in the week, the Angels to win the the AL West is, is such a juicy price. It's tempting, but I just think the Astros are winning it. Do you share that conviction as well? The Angels, to me, are, are very, uh, you know, I've said this several times in the last couple months. They they can't consistently beat good teams. Like we saw them on the road against Toronto. They they beat the Braves. Like good job, congratulations. They dropped the next game. What's what's the end game here? How many you know? How many times can you win two games in a row and drop the next one, or lose two games in a row and win the third one? You know, till your season's over. I just I don't see this team continuously competing. I see they're, they're, they're fine, but they're just fine. That's all, you know, there's nothing, nothing there for me. I want, I want them in the playoffs. MLB wants them in the playoffs, but they just don't show enough consistency for me to 
really get excited about them. And at the, the whole pitching rotation, even with Lucas Giolito, when you go past that, you know, Tyler Anderson, Patrick Sandoval, are you excited about any of those names in a, mm. in a, in an important game? I'm not. That would be a negative. Yeah. Uh, last thing. What price would it take for you to bet the Yankees to make the playoffs? How much bang for your buck would you to need? make the playoffs? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't even looked at that. It just seems so, so unrealistic at this point with, with the way you mentioned roster construction. It's just a poorly constructed roster. Stanton's contract is the worst contract in all of baseball. You know, I just I don't see them making a run. Just a, a horrible pinch hit at bat for him in the ninth yesterday. Career 079 pinch hitter heading into that at bat, and it went poorly. Strikeout swinging. Thank you, Jason. Kelly Duck. on the Wyndham Championship next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the kick of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, one of our two tennis matches has uh, started. Zhang Zhen is uh, taking on Dominic Team. And uh, again, two plus money plays, plus 134 and plus, one four, plus 132, pardon me, and plus 140, respectively. Uh, Zhang at plus 132. Um, that is in the first set. That is at a clay court tournament uh, that is taking place in Austria. And I bring it up not to give an update, but to say that uh, 
There was a match earlier today, Kelly. Listen to this. You talk about, like, bad beats in sports that everybody experiences in whatever the sport. Yeah. And sometimes it's very easy to pass it off. Like, oh, well, baseball happened to you. Where, oh, well, where tennis. in Austria are we? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked, Kelly. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're in uh, <laughs> Kitz, Kitzbühel, I believe. I don't know how it's pronounced. Oh, man, I wanted to look it up. Kitzbühel. Um, but there was a match earlier this morning. And you just talk about, like, by the way, Zhang with the break early on team. Let's go, baby. Um, oh, yeah, I was not setting you up for that. Wow, that is a, no. that is a tough city name. Kitzbühel. So there was a match between Sebastian Offner of Austria, and uh, I believe he's from Austria. Yes, Sebastian Offner is, is, is an Austrian playing in his home, home country against Alex Molkan. Uh, Alex Molkan is Slovakian, and Will Hill sent me a screenshot of this. So Offner was the dog. Um, I leaned him, but I didn't play him. He wins okay. the first set 6-4. Wins the set, first set 6-4. And then, I was not involved in this, so I'm just saying this, you know, without any skin in the game. He's up, he wins the first set 6-4 and then leads the second set. This is a best of three. Five love. Okay. And he has one match point that goes by the wayside, and then he has a second match point, so it's his ad, up five love. All he needs is one point. Not only does he squander that point, Again, he's up 6-4-5 love. He loses the match. Mokan comes all the way back and wins it in three. Uh, four, six, seven, five, seven, six in a third set tiebreaker. Now, so even the third set got all the way to a tiebreaker? Brutal. So oh if you if you gosh. have Offner, like that's one of those things in sports betting where if you have that, again, we all experience bad beats, but some of these leave a mark. And yes. that would be one of them where you would just, you'd remember that forever. Like, because for the rest of your life, you'll be like, nothing's done. I was up, I was up five love with a match point to close it out and lost. You'll never forget. I, I at least like the bad beats, though, that match. Like, that's going to stick in that guy's head forever, too. Whoever you know that. what I mean? Whoever bet that. No, but I'm talking whoever the tennis oh, player Offner, was. Yeah. You're, like, you're like, hey, remember that tennis match 10 years ago when I had yes. 27 chances to win and never did? <laughs> that's right. Like, that is brutal. That well, is brutal. We, we all have those where we have, like, I, I mean, I remember matches where I, I've had six match points and lost. But that, oh, man. Brutal. I wanted to know the city because you start talking that area, you're up in Kitzbühel, big ski resort city. I'm just looking at glorious pictures right now. Have you? Did you live in Austria at one point? No, no, no. But I, uh, my uncle did traveled there. Uh, traveled there a fair amount. Before before Kelly gives you his uh, Wyndham Championship thoughts, people should know who are just tuning in for the first time that Kelly Bidlin may not appear to be a cosmopolitan young man, but he has lived in multiple countries. Russia being one of them. What else, Kelly? Russia, yeah, the uh, very exotic locations of Moscow, Russia, and Caracas, Venezuela. Yep, they are very exotic. Where, where's oil at? That's where. That's where we went. But you're. But you were curious about Austria for the because you're you're well, geographically. Well, so so Wes has gotten me into this because we we start whenever we do long shots and Wes has his DP World Tour plays. Oh, right. Uh, you, know, you know he'll mention wherever the wherever the tournament it's at and you know it's golf, right? So it's always some beautiful country club in some nice city in whatever you know wherever in italy or france or austria and it's like you get some of these golf tournaments when they play in the alps and stuff and it's just gorgeous gorgeous yeah it's amazing so even like this tennis tournament you're talking about right now takes place in a ski resort town yeah dude some might as the- well be like the atp breckenridge you know what i mean like it's what i'm looking at right now <laughs> you know what else is, is beautiful greensboro north carolina <laughs> 
I'll win hey, them championship. If you need some good sweet tea, you go to Greensboro, oh, North Carolina. Tea, I, t- I, t- I, was, I was there one time for a wedding. I think I almost passed out one day because I almost, how much sweet tea I drank. That's was, not why you almost passed out. No, Tell no, the truth. Whoa. Yeah, it was one of those days I, I passed up the booze for the delicious oh, sweet you tea. Did. That almost yeah, set swear you down. to God, yeah. But like my, you know, whatever, however much sugar was in my blood was probably like <laughs> at an insane level. It was out of control. Um, yeah, Wyndham Championship. We're gonna go. Th- I'll go through this quick. Not a big betting week for me. This is the last week of the golf regular season before we get into the playoffs. Let's go. There we Which, go. Which, by the way, can I just say mm-hmm. I love. We've done this on this show a lot. The FedEx sort of three week arc is such an interesting thing to bet on because there's mul- there's different layers of bets. Yep. You don't necessarily love that cuz you're you do things by model or do you get into that whole um, thing? I like it. I like it besides besides the Tour Championship. The Tour Championship just gets annoying because they stagger. Yes. The problem is while they used to do it is they used to have a two different winners in that final tournament. So it was right. very it, for the average golf fan, that was kind of odd where you'd see someone celebrating because they won the tournament and then somebody else who came in fourth who just wrapped up the FedEx Cup type. Because they started that tournament at 10 under. No, no, I'm saying that's before they staggered starts. So now oh. they stagger the positions. Right. And whoever, I think it's 10 under, is whoever's first in the FedEx Cup standings, they start the tournament at 10 under. But you can, and then stagger but you can still bet both things. You can still bet who wins Correct. the FedEx, yes. who wins the Tour Championship, yes. right? So even though the PGA went away from how they yeah. crown the tournament and the Tour, right. you can still bet it that way. Yeah. Um, but that's the ultimate, mo- like, you you have to take motivation and stuff more into account then, right? And, like, what, what position are they in? Because, theoretically, they might not need to win the tournament, right, to win the win the title as far as those bets go. Um, and it's so like fifteen million for first place. It's a ton. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a ton, ton of money for second. Yeah. So there is some of that to keep in mind, and that starts even this week, right? The last week of the regular season, we go. What I like about this year, so they used to start the playoffs with the top one twenty-five. They've stopped that. It's top seventy now. So mm-hmm. we'll go top seventy and then top fifty, uh, and then you'll head to the tour championship top thirty, I believe there, uh, for the tour championship. So you're you've got all these guys that are kind of jostling to get in there. Make sure that if you're inside that top seventy, to secure a spot uh, within there for next week. So yeah, I went back to a lot of the same guys I was betting last week. You were a little surprised. Um, I think we saw me betting Hideki Matsuyama last week, mm-hmm. right back at him again this week. He was T30 uh, last week. But if you look at what he's doing T to green, it's some of the best T to green numbers he's had, um, you know, in in a bit of a time, a bit of time since I'm talking Masters time. Um, so I really think he is cruise, uh, getting on his way to w- getting a victory possibly before the end of this season here. So I'm, I'm going to keep riding Decky. This is a course, uh, see a hit on it a bit. Uh, it's an interesting handicap course because they're talking really tight fairways. Distance not as important, but you need real accuracy off the tee here. And then this is becomes one of the most historical putting contests of all time. This is one of the few tournaments where really great putters usually tend to do well really? year over year. Why do yes. you, and why is that? Uh, the, it, Bermuda grass. It's a combination of the uh, of the grass and just the. Fact that they're smaller greens, so some of these guys don't have as long of putts, um, and it's a shorter tournament, which always gravitates. If you're good at putting, you're usually not great off the tee. A lot of the guys that are great off the tee will skip. Well, a lot of guys who are great off the tee will skip this tournament usually because they're already locked into the playoffs, anyways. But 
they don't want to play this because that if you're long off the tee, it doesn't give you a ton of benefit here. So a lot of those guys will skip this tournament, which attracts all the short hitters who are, tend to be better at putting. I see. Um, so, yeah, that's where you, definitely if you're handicapping this uh, yourself this week, look for accuracy off the tee. you got to factor in putting more than you normally do. I usually factor it in very little, if ever. Um, but, yeah, as far as what I bet this week, outrights, only two two out. Two true outrights for me, Decky and Aaron Rye. Uh, Aaron Rye, I bet last week as well. There's also winner without market. As we talk about often, shop around the same sportsbook, Gil. This applies to that as well. Denny McCarthy, you're going to find around 25 to 1 is just an outright. I would recommend 22 to 1, shop out five of the biggest names in the tournament. I think it's a little bit better value there. Top 20 also on Denny for me. And then one matchup, this is just, I think, wrong guy favored here. Decky minus 105 over Sung J M. And uh, that's my entire card for the week. First round leader, I am looking at Doug Gim and Adam Scott. Tweet at me if you want to know what I end up playing tonight, though. Wind and rain could be an issue over the next couple days. Could be an issue. And the FedEx Cup three tournaments begins next week. Next week. Looking forward to that. A good start in the tennis match. Hopefully we can get that home between uh, Zhang and and, uh, Dominic Team for love to start things. What could go wrong? Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 